Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger, as always. And I'm Ellie. As always? Sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, today we've got a fun episode. We're going to be discussing the, once again, we are not sponsored by Netflix, but if we you be. want to, <laughs> if anyone out there, um, we're going to be discussing the... Castlevania. Yes, the recent video game adaptation mm-hmm. to an, an anime. It's not not anime, animated. Animated. I'm going to clear that up. So we'll discuss that in a minute, but we've got a few news things to talk about real quick. Mm-hmm. One of them being something I should have mentioned last week. This is a real quick thing. I know the internet's already jumped all over it, but I want to say this because the last time I spoke of this game series, everyone got excited. I think Chris Evans should be Snake. In Metal Gear, in the if they make a Metal Gear live action movie, because hmm. did you see him with the beard? Mm-hmm. You just put a bandana on him. Just put just put a bandana on him. Hmm. You've got and you've got Snake. Interesting. I know. I know. I, the 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 internet's already gone buck wild with that, so I'm I'm not going to claim any any right. fame to that. It's just one of You're those. You're just I, saying that you think it would be cool. Yeah, it it looks cool because I've seen somebody do a doctored up image of it. It's pretty nifty. Huh. So okay. so that's kind of that's kind of that. Um. But sticking with Marvel, so there's a lot of comic events coming up um, that they're going to be doing. Of course, the end of Secret Wars. But there's something that kind of made me raise an eyebrow. It is the Avengers of 1 million BC. Part of the Marvel Legacy thing they're going to be doing. So I, I don't. It looks cool because. It's got a lot of very is familiar. Is that Ghost Rider riding a yes, mammoth? Yes, there is <laughs> Ghost Rider riding a mammoth. Oh, that is awesome! So let's go through, and if you want to look this up, just just look up Avengers uh, one million BC. <laughs> so we've got here is the cast that they have announced. So right. we've got Black Panther, right? Who's supposed to be the first Black Panther? Okay, he's supposed to be the heroes. Uh, sorry, let me the prehistoric heroes of Earth. You know the the ancient heroes and. Also, it's a ton of fun because Marvel is, a, as they are as they are to do, rewrite well, their I history. Can't, I can't see, so let me see if I can try to... <laughs> if you want me to try to guess them, we can play a game. Sure, we can play a game real quick with this. Alright, um, well, I'm going to start with the first one because I, I guess I know I already guessed that right. So that's, that's Ghost Rider on a Woolly Mammoth. Yes. It's on fire and it's fantastic. It's pretty awesome. I don't think I ever actually. It looks like his his eyes are even like glowing. The the mammoths. Yes. Yeah. So that's awesome. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna get this next one wrong, but I'm gonna try. Uh, so the guy under him. In in front, standing in front. Yeah. Um, has like a bluish loincloth, red. Is that Doctor Strange? It is the doctor strange analog do you want to keep going because I, I you probably would not guess the, the character no, yeah name. go ahead okay because yeah, that was my guess but yeah the character's name is agamotto the all-seeing oh. now why is that interesting to somebody who might know something about doctor strange the, the eye, eye of, of agamotto yeah. yes okay so this is like apparently one of the i don't know if it's the supposed to be the first sorcerer supreme or oh. like but, but he's definitely the origin of a lot of stuff for Doctor Strange. Okay. Like, because Agamotto is a big thing with him. Yeah. So, so okay. there is that one. All right. Okay. So, so good. You're, you're doing good so far. Um, Black Panther, that's kind of obvious. Okay. All yeah. right. 
And this is supposed to be one of the first Black Panthers, too. He looks so cool. They, they all look very cool. I yeah. wonder if they're going to have any more, but but continuing. Okay. So, I'm, I'm going to say, oh, the one behind. Um... Looks like Thor, but not. I'm I'm guessing. Okay. Is that like, like supposed to be the dad, like Odin? Yes, that okay. is supposed to be Odin. Okay. And they did show some sketches. I had them pulled up a second ago. Maybe I can get them back again real quick. Gosh, he reminds me of like some big Viking and. Uh, like... Yeah, there's a there's a picture of him wielding Mjolnir, which looks a little bit more truer to size, but there is. Oh, where is it? Wow, this looks so cool. I'm sorry if I'm late to the party, listeners. I I really didn't know. No, this know this much is this, this is very new stuff. This yeah. is this is very new. Ah, uh, there it is. It's very reminiscent of um 2001: A Space Odyssey. Okay. Because they've got um what looks to be more primitive humans possibly yeah. or something trying to lift the hammer. Well, I mean, which we're assuming this is one million BC, which we are assuming <laughs> is Mjolnir. We're, we're right. going to quote quote here, quotation fingers here, okay. that we're assuming this is Mjolnir, but that would rewrite its origin, mm-hmm. and a lot of these people's origin. Odin obviously would have been around. Well, is this, this time. supposed to be like a what if scenario? No, I don't. I think this is supposed to rewrite the origins of a lot of what? the the characters and stuff like that. I think I would enjoy it more if. This was just like a. Uh, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, just 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 its own thing. Yeah, just like its own little special event doesn't necessarily have to be canon, um, you know, or or rewriting any kind of things. I think I would enjoy it more if it was just its thing. Well, I mean, you you know how finicky the Marvel timelines can be and everything, right. so. So I mean I'm not like super against anything with it. All right, so okay. so we we've established that that's Odin. Yes. Possibly wielding Mjolnir. It looks right. like Mjolnir, but I like, like I said that that would rewrite that origin. So going beside him. Oh, uh, the girl. Yeah. So I I feel like this one's easy, mm-hmm. or I'm probably gonna be wrong, but I'm I'm gonna say Phoenix just because yes, there's you a are, Phoenix you are correct. Her. You are 100 percent correct <laughs> okay. with that one. Uh, that is supposed to be Phoenix. Okay. And I don't know if it's just me, but does the Phoenix Force just pick redheads? Or <laughs> or since the mutants and all the fun stuff with you know the X-Men do enjoy time travel and stuff like that, what if this is Jean Grey? Because don't forget, she's uh, yeah. the... Okay, not to draw this out too long jean gray is currently dead but the younger version of her exists in the universe but Mm -hmm. the older version of her that would be the same age as a lot of the other characters is currently dead what if instead of dying she was actually sent to the past and this is the jean gray that we are all familiar with that has been sent into the past just an idea just an idea i I don't see why that's not possible i'm just saying she looks like jean gray and I don't know if the Phoenix Forces has an affinity for redheads. Maybe that's maybe that's what's going on it's here. It's possible. Red, fire, you know, it all goes together. Why not? All right, so there is two more left. Um, I'm hoping Wolverine. No. <gasps> it's not Wolverine? No. It looks like a big... It looks like the Hulk. Oh, my gosh. You can't see all of... No. See, now that's misleading. Okay, because so in the group picture, you can't really see that well. And it's the brown spiky hair. 
Mm-hmm. And you can see, it just looks like it was trying to make him, um, you know, back yeah. in prehistoric times, like a big caveman. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me as they were making him like a big caveman-y looking Hulk. I but mean, This Wolverine. is supposed to be Starbrand, which is supposed to have some interesting stuff with it, possibly mm-hmm. related to mutants more. Okay. Possibly. Like, like I said, I haven't read too much on this. Kind of just saw it. I'm like, let's just go off the picture and kind of discuss this. So do, you I'll get know, do you know much about Starbrand? Nope. Okay, yeah, I don't. Nope. So, okay. So right. now we've got the final one. Okay. All right. So the last person on this, the All last right. one is a female with braided hair and a bald head and glowing Well, the glowing fist. hands of glowing fists kind of obvious. I think that makes it obvious as well. So I'm going to say Iron Fist. Yes, you are correct. Okay. That is supposed to be the one of the first Iron Only Fist. Only because I've been watching the Iron Fist TV show and reminding me that, that that's just what it made me think of. Okay, so this is being written by Jason Aaron, who, yay, he, he does Thor and he does right. you know, the Star Wars stuff. And, uh-huh. and artist... Asad Rabi. Who is doing the Secret Wars. Uh-huh. And um, they are going to... Apparently, this is a 50-page blockbuster one-shot. Now, see, that makes more Which will sense take to me. you through, according to the thing I'm reading, which will okay. take you through time to the current Marvel Universe, seeing how you... How it's s- truly connected. connected. Oh. Interesting. Huh. But, yeah, so, I mean, this is interesting. Well, I'm going to say we should definitely pick this up, because it looks really fun. I, I, I agree with you. The the artworks, I've seen some of the... I was We were just looking at some of the sketching artwork mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Somewhere. There it is. And it looks really cool. Uh, the, the Odin image of him standing over the hammers are interesting. And is he missing his eye or not, in your opinion? Because it looks like it's kind of shadowed the, out. The one eye does look more shaded out in the black and white, but in color you can't really tell. See, that's the thing. I'm like, I, I assume See, he doesn't in that, have... in that picture it looks like the one side's darker as well. See, I don't know if they're just doing that with shadow or, yeah. if, or if he really doesn't have his eye already. Which, I mean, would make sense. I mean, so. if you want, we'll post some of these pictures. Oh, no, I, I posted in our collage. Okay. It's, it's in our collage. For yeah, because these are really cool. So definitely excited about that for something yeah. from Marvel. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's. I that's like really that it's exciting. just a big one shot instead yeah. of drawing it out for, like, you know. Well, I figured it, it wouldn't be something that they were going to continue on with. It's just yeah. they're, they're, they're doing something to rewrite the history, and I know that they're going to be focusing on... Um, Basically, from what I've heard, is this is supposed to start resetting the universe after Secret Wars is done. Hmm. I mean, not not Secret Wars. Um, Fallen Em. The the Steve Rogers is is evil event. Right. It's supposed to be you. earning back everyone's trust in the characters because no one trusts each other. You know the fact that they were able to be destroyed so easily from the inside. This is supposed to be kind of tied into the generations and stuff like that. It's supposed to all kind of build to this, you know, big. You know, everything's going back together and rebuilding the Marvel landscape and making it something that's that people can, you know, get back into hopefully easier and not have to have me sit here and talk for five minutes just to explain one character. Just saying. Right. But um, with that, we're going to move into Zinger's animated corner. Cue the music. Oh. So we're doing this as an answer to Ellie's anime corner. Not as, like, anything attacking on her thing, but... I have my own corner where I discuss animated stuff, animated. So the reason I'm doing this is because we're about to discuss Castlevania, which is really, 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 really mature. It is Game of Thrones for 
It is for, not recommended for young children. Young children, any so so. What I am doing is counteracting that by if you're not going to be a fan of that, maybe you'll be a fan of the other thing I'm going to recommend real okay. quick. Yeah. So this is just a quick rundown of this. I'm not doing a full. I'd love to do a full episode discussion on this, mm-hmm. but um, if you are not aware, there is a YouTube show. It also comes on its website too from Rooster Teeth. Uh, if that sounds familiar they are the same people who've done the red versus blue which actually apparently has a huge storyline to it was i i kind of got off of it before they started doing this whole epic storyline but they have a series called ruby mm-hmm. which i have watched um all the seasons they have a little chibi show that they do over the summer too that's a little bit more cutesy cutesy fun and everything like that um what the show is is basically follows the team of four girls which are Ruby Rose, Weiss Snee, Blake Belladonna, and Yang Xiaolong. And they are um, basically kind of enlisted into a school. It's it's kind of a... It's, it's obviously taking cues from, you know, anime, but it's kind of mm-hmm. got its own twist. Um, if you're familiar with works of literature, stuff like that, there is a lot of little nods to that, considering the fact that Ruby Rose is based off of Royal Riding Hood, Weiss is based off of Snow White, Blake is based off of Belle, because she's into books, and there is an actually interesting twist when you find out someone that's well, connected. Well, her name to- is Bella Donna, too. Well, so. it's, 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 okay, a lot of the, the nods and stuff are very on the nose with right. this, but it's a great show, and um, the last one is Yang Xiaolong, which is based off of... Goldilocks. Oh, Goldilocks. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched it. And no, I'm not even caught up. No, but it's a great show. And it and it, what I've seen of it, I like yeah, it a lot. I will say this. Try to get through the first two seasons. Because the biggest complaint I've heard is the animation is very static. And I'm like, it, it gets better over time. It, they, they get a lot better with it. The storyline gets really... And that's the other reason I'm not trying to explain the storyline too much. Because right. they do a good job of explaining the stuff in world. But they each of these girls has sort of a unique power to them. And the other people on the team, it's called they're called semblances. Each person has their own unique power. But they also have weapons that are swords slash guns slash grenade launchers. So it's really fun and it's and it's, I mean it's done in a computer animated version. So I just wanted to recommend that as something that's more family friendly as opposed to what we will be discussing momentarily. Um well in and Ruby, I like the way it's um colored yes it's it's really fun colors are very important yes in it too. exactly um and i would also recommend watch i know that singer was he got so caught up that he had to watch the episodes online like on wasn't it you can they are all available on youtube yes as well as they are also available on Netflix, too. Well, or not, they were. I don't know if they currently are. Not all are. of them. Not, up to a certain point. But what's nice about Netflix is they put them all together. It's Yeah, it's like one it's, long episode instead of... Yes, Because exactly. the shows are normally about 15-minute episodes apiece, which is fine. I would say a little bit shorter. I think they're a little bit shorter it than depends. that. It depends. Some episodes yeah. are longer. But it's a very interesting story, mm-hmm. and they're basically go to school to be trained to be what's called huntsmen and they are to basically after they're done with that supposed to go out and help fight the evils in the world called grim and there's of course an overarching evil plot to to take down these schools and the school they're going to is beacon it's 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 really fun like, yeah, like i said the biggest complaint i've heard is the animation is very static 
for the first few seasons. So if you can get through that, it is a cool story. I do enjoy it. How many um, seasons do they currently have? Four seasons. The fifth one will be out this um, fall. And wow, they um, last season built towards a huge reveal at the end. I don't want to spoil. I think I've only seen the first I two, don't right? Spo- yeah, I don't want to okay. spoil anything, but there's a huge build. Season four to me was a build up to what season five is going to have. So season four, like I said, if I if there's one season I want to kind of be like eh about, it's season four because I think it was I think it was a build up to what's next. It's not there's anything bad with it. It's just they had to do character development, and that's when it had to take place was during this one to show how people have grown. But it's it's like I said, it's a very good show. I enjoy it. It is family friendly for the yeah for about all of it. Like I said, they they do have some jokes here and there that probably will go over people's heads. But with that, we're going to get into a show that have we we will once again point out this is not no this is gory this it's is not bloody for some adults I it, it is okay some, I'm just I'm just pointing this out because like this because show. when Ellie did um what was the show again Magi when Ellie did Magi I don't think we expressed the fact that it is a it was a um. It not has, a family friendly it, it is family friendly for older families. Well, yes, with families with kids in their teens or higher, maybe. <laughs> yes, um, so that was not established, so we just wanted to make sure... So we was... apologize, so every time we talk about a show, we like to make sure to point out... <laughs> yes, this is... I, I assume if Ellie's making her Anime Corner recommendation, it is... <laughs> it's usually not family-friendly. It is not family-friendly, no. and it has... Um, I'm sorry. It, it has voluptuous individuals in it showing off stuff. Boobies. There you go. All right, um... <laughs> So with that, we are going to discuss Castlevania, which is probably why you guys tuned in because it's probably which, the title of the episode. There are no boobies. There's a lot of other stuff, though. I know, I'm just saying, though. Um. So. Yes, let's dive in. It was okay. fantastic. Okay, first things first. Yes. This is something that we're excited. We were excited about. We discussed this in the past. Um, mm-hmm. we're gonna cards on the table. Ellie, how many Castlevania games have you played? Let's um. None. I have kind of played in the 64 version when I was younger. It mm-hmm. was kind of one of those, oh, cool, I'm, I'm over at my friend's house. Yeah. Like, it was that sort of thing. I am currently playing Symphony of the Night because I actually apparently had downloaded it, and oh. I realized it was on my PlayStation 3, so I started playing that again, and I sort of played Lord of Shadows, which was the PlayStation 3 one that had Patrick Stewart voicing in it. Well, and I want to say, I have nothing against the games. I just... I just never played them. Well, I, I'm, I'm familiar with, with the mythology of the game, which is there's a Dracula, mm-hmm. there's a Belmont. Mm-hmm. The Belmont has to go destroy the Dracula normally. So, this is family duty. Yes. Yeah, so with <laughs> that, I mean, this, 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 um, this series that Netflix did, which I, I don't know if my, I guess, here, let me get my complaint out of the way. This probably should have just been a movie. I don't mind it being episodic, but it, it, I mean, in total, it's about two hours worth of content, which I, is great content, the two hours. But when, when it was presented as a season, I'm thinking, oh, I have man. a problem. I'll do my soapbox too. Okay. I have a problem when Netflix does this because mm-hmm. they've been doing it a lot lately. Instead of just doing. Oh, them, you're, you're talking about seven deadly sins. Yes, I am. Um, it's like, I get what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Castlevania, I feel like this was a test, get it, get it wet out there, test it, see what people mm-hmm. think. And, you know, if, if it gets a good, wow, then they'll continue on. Yeah. So I, I get that. But 
I, I agree with you wholeheartedly that I feel like just just do a movie then, you know? Um, well, apparently, from what I was reading, it was uh-huh. originally supposed to be a movie before Netflix picked it up. Okay. So, I guess, I mean, that's where the original idea came from and stuff like that. But, like I said, that's my only complaint right. about it is when it was presented as a season, I was expecting, you know, a longer run of it. And but at least. But yeah, I, I'm not, like I said, it's not the worst thing in the world. No, it's for it not. To, it's just a, it's annoyance. It's all. it's something to get your appetite wet and everything mm-hmm. for it for more. And they, they, they did announce a second season the yes. like, day this came out. So Which is exciting. So, and that's supposed to be a little bit longer um, episode-wise. Because um, well, it'll we, be about we 10 spoil, episodes. We will spoil stuff, by the way. So... <laughs> So yeah, even can, it, we, can we just say that we, it'll it'll probably be ten episodes? Yeah. almost every anime that Netflix does, mm-hmm. it's ten episodes. Okay, so, but no, I mean this this show. I mean, I like I said, I watched it. I know, like I said, we were complaining about the the length of it, but I mean, obviously, it was a kind of test run. The other stuff that's being worked on is, I seriously do think that this is what The Witcher is going to be. Mm-hmm. Too that the Witcher is going to be in this vein because guess what else is being worked on by the same executive producer is also working on the Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. one and fun fact about this executive producer he also did work on the Dread movie <laughs> so there I got an excuse to talk about the Dread movie which was a live action Judge Dread movie that was not the one with Sylvester Stallone. But I had to beg you to buy. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Anyways, this is this we're, we're discussing this. Um, another thing to point out before we get into the story, this was also written by Warren Ellis, so that name sounds familiar. He's done a lot of comic books and a lot of other adaptations. So with that, um, let's sort of dive in. This is, now we, we pointed out what, what games we played and the fact that there's always a you know, normally, normally, I'm going to use big quotations, there's normally a Belmont and there's normally a Dracula. Because mm-hmm. this show, you don't have to know anything. It, it does a phenomenal job of explaining a lot of stuff. Very but, good at storytelling, yes. But also does a great job of rewarding people who are, let's just say, familiar with the content. Because yes. I'm familiar with some stuff from it, so I caught little nods here and there. But I've, I really enjoyed it. Um, of course, you're introduced to Lisa, and she is introduced very quickly to Vlad Tepesh, a.k.a. Dracula. And um, she basically is with him for around 20 years and then is burned. And she get, convinces him to live as a man, which I think is... Now, we're not going to get a story beat by beat, but I just want to kind of build up at least the first episode because... Mm-hmm. It it, it it took me pretty quick. So she even seemed to live as a man. And this all happens in like the first five minutes. And then she's yeah. burned at the stake by a yeah. by a bishop that's like, I'm trying to cleanse the earth because, you know, witchcraft and this, that, and the other. And all she wanted to do was learn science to help people. Right. Instead of them being scared of, you know, stuff. She wanted to figure out what was wrong with them. And, and Dracula was kind of like, you know, you've impressed me. You know, I've never had somebody talk to me this way. And he actually married her and, you know, decided to live as a man with for her. And everything right. and she got and burnt. he's out it, like yeah adventuring. He, she convinced him to walk the earth as a man yes. to where he, he you know he's dracula he has an, apparently a lot of power but i will point out a limitation on his power in a minute mm-hmm. um he 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 traveled the world as a man for her 
Yeah. And she got burned at the stake and he swore vengeance on the Walekian people for doing this. Because he points out this. Anyone could have said no. Anyone could have stood up and said, this. Where I will not be a part of this. And his thing is, nobody did. So in his opinion, humanity failed. Right. And he, he will wipe them from the earth. And I think we should point out, though, that as she was burning, mm-hmm. she did mention... Even if, um, I, I know you can't hear me, but please, please don't take revenge on these people. They don't know what they're doing. They mm-hmm. don't understand. Um, so that will come up later. Yes. Is that, that attitude and that, that forgiveness that she's trying to, you know, say out there. So. Yes. Um, and like I said, I think they did a good job with that. He basically... It's like, I don't care. I'm sorry. Arrives. <laughs> Dra- Dracula basically doesn't arrive in physical form, but I guess right. kind of astrally projects himself inflamed there. And mm-hmm. they, of course, think it's Satan. And he's right. kind of like, no, I'm I'm this. And it's and it's obvious that even he is a myth to them, well, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, because you could tell the one guy's like, oh, no. Not that person. Like he, you know? he's just supposed to be a myth, and then it's yeah. kind of pointed out. You know, you're you're just a myth. You're just a fairy tale told. And he goes, "You burn my wife, and then deny my existence." I'm like, "Oh, this is." I, I was just like, "The writing's so great. Yeah, it's it so was. you know." Um, I don't want to say Shakespeare esque because it's not to that extent, but very um epic, epic, mm-hmm. epic. You know, epic, ep- epic lines and epicness and. Basically, he swears vengeance, and he right. gives them one year. Mm-hmm. And the reason he gives them one year because he has to summon an army, yeah. which is why I'm saying he's obviously very powerful, but he must summon an army to do his bidding for him. Or well, to- because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to just do revenge. He wants annihilation. Yes, like he just wants to wipe everything. But out. I think that's interesting how his care as a character, you know. What is the limits of his powers, or mm-hmm. is he making deals and stuff? Because, okay, spoiler alert now. We're going to discuss just everything about this. So if you haven't seen it yet, um, thank you for listening. Continue to listen if you want to, but we will be discussing spoiler stuff. And like I said, it's two hours, so so definitely get on that without any small kids or um, younger people around, because it is bloody. We And we'll talk about that in a second. But no, he... um. There's a demon layer that's speaking that kind of points out that, you know, they couldn't be there if it wasn't thanks to what the bishop did. Mm-hmm. They they were summoned there by, you know, that, that they aren't really serving Dracula in sense. Dracula sort of gave them the, he's sort of like, hey, I brought you here. You're going to go do my bidding by going and just destroying. So it's I, I think that's an interesting dynamic in the fact of, they serve him to an extent, but they are more there. He just gave them the freedom to do whatever they wanted. Right. So, and there is a lot of religious um, overtones and stuff in this too. So there, there, there is that. But um, I, I guess you want to talk about our heroes of mm-hmm. this, or hero, and then here later heroes. I love Belmont. Uh, Trevor is a great oh, character. We're introduced gosh. to basically, and I, I will say this: he is a a kind of um dragged through archetype of he is a reluctant hero right he is a he is the last of his um of his clan which is explain like i said they do a phenomenal job in explaining the well, mythology he says behind he's him. the last son 
He does say the last son. Yes, yes you are correct. So. Um, of the Belmonts who are basically, mm-hmm. they, it, it does, like, like I said, everyone kind of repeat. There, there's a lot of repeating of stuff, but that's because, you know, it's, it's presented that way. The characters would repeat stuff. It's not, it's not repeating it for the sake of the audience. It's repeating it for the sake of these are characters running into certain situations. Right. So that's why I like that too. Mm-hmm. And you also see other people's kind of demeanor towards, you know, a Belmont because he is from a very wealthy family and somebody. But also a tainted family. Yes, because they apparently allegedly dabbled in black magic and got excommunicated from the church. Right. But no, he, he's a great but character. But they make the church very evil in this show. Well, he, they do and they don't. The bishop is evil. He's, well, is he thinks what he's doing is right, but there are preachers later on that are pointed out to where he doesn't have a super resentment. He doesn't... Trevor doesn't like preachers for numerous reasons in right. the show, mainly because his family's excommunicated and stuff like right. that. But he also knows that he needs them for certain rites and stuff. Because if you know stuff about, you know, demon lore and stuff like that, to where, you know, holy water damages, salt, stuff like that, it's really cool because it has that in it. It does mention staking as well. It also mentions that his whip is consecrated. Mm -hmm. And that's for fighting demons and stuff. And And it's all stuff that's really cool. And if you're familiar with, you know, the games or lore of vampires and stuff, even though they kind of touch on garlic but it's not garlic and silver but it's not really stated 100 percent in the show whether that would be anything that would affect a vampire right per se but no i mean it's it's got it's got the mythology there it's got a cool lore built up around it and they did in very in a very short time and i think they did it very well they wove it into the storyline very seamlessly to where I don't think you felt like you were getting sat down and you were just having people spout out exposition at you the entire time. It felt very... It flowed very yes, well. Yes, it did. And I and I, I like that about it. it mm-hmm. It's something to where, like I said, I'm not familiar with it, but by the end of it, I'm like, I'm an expert now. <laughs> so I, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, what, what were some of your takeaways from it? Um, well, I, I liked the character development a lot of, of Trevor. You definitely see him evolve from the beginning to the end. Just some drunk who, just, just some guy who just wants to just go from one drink to the next. Well, and it's funny because he keeps joking about how he's out of practice. And um, later he saves an older man's life, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about what those people are. Um, but obviously the family has a reputation because he doesn't kill these people. And, and he points out that he's out of practice because he... Well, he says he's out of practice and that's why. <laughs> but the other guy was basically giving him a compliment saying, thank you for restraining yourself. <laughs> and um, his response is, no, I'm just out of practice. <laughs> so it was... Um, so the, the gentleman that he uh, runs into and ends up saving his life is um, like the main speaker mm-hmm. of that group. Yeah. Um, and I thought the speakers were really interesting. Yes, all oral history. And he also points out at one point, I don't want to keep going over all the good mm-hmm. moments, so I'm going to stop because yeah. there, there, there's an interesting interaction where a lot of basically everyone knows everyone else's family business. Yes. 
And they don't need to use Facebook to do it. So I that's know. It. That's, Look at that. I know. It might I've, take a little longer to get the word around. But, but everyone but. talks smack. <laughs> or everyone has, has information or knows of people. Well, and, and he runs into these this group of people, which are really cool and really interesting. So, um, you know, watch the show. Um, and then he ends up, he, he's trying to get them out of there. Because the church wants them dead. Yes. I, 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 like I said, we don't want to go story is, beat yeah. by beat, but there's certain things we have to point right. out to explain. So we won't say why. Yes. Um, but they agree, uh, the, the elder speaker agrees to leave if they go find his granddaughter. Well, go find their missing speaker. Yeah, missing Which it turns speaker. out it's his granddaughter, who is Cypher, and that is a character from one of the games. So we got Trevor, Dracula and uh cypher from the games and we also have one more person we, we're not to them yet yes but so well two more we already mentioned lisa his his, his wife that's dead is also okay. in the game sorry um but Think. i really like the dynamic between those two yes um and you find out a really really cool thing that she can do later that i was surprised about She's i a did magician yes um well, I didn't think we were going to say it, but well, it, I, I'm not explaining what that means. Does uh, it mean she can she can tell you what card you have in your hand, or can she use magical powers, okay. or is she just Doctor Strange and up in there? We mm-hmm. don't know. Well, we do know, but 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 as as people listening who haven't seen it yet, you right. don't know. So, so go watch it. You'll or keep listening. Um, you'll see at the end of the at the end of the show. Um, she really shows a lot of her her cards that she can deal um and it even surprises him like yes. uh, uh he doesn't even know that mm-hmm. she has all this amazing stuff going on um and they're looking for the sleeping soldier yes there is a legend that it's kind of interesting because they said that some of their legends can be from the future mm-hmm. which is kind of weird but right. there's a legend out there of a sleeping soldier that's going to save them um i just want to take this moment to kind of point out the animation in it real quick i think it's very fluid i think it is very anime inspired but there is something i pointed out when we were watching it that i felt like there is kind of i i want to say it this way it's not pointless drawings but there's pointless in our like certain people move their arms weird or you know belmont does something it's it's pointless in the fact of they're animating something that you don't think they'd animated but it makes it feel more real Mm -hmm. it makes the characters feel more real like like you're not watching an anime Right. If that may, something something that's animated because like there's there's little ticks and there's little stuff that that's really cool that's that's done and that makes it feel more in depth and the fighting I think is done phenomenally well in it especially the um, fight at the very end I thought there was a really cool part and I'm not going to say what you'll probably figure it out from us talking but there's a part where he goes to of course Belmont's use whips and everything and he mm-hmm. goes to whip somebody. And the person kind of dodges it, and he kind of puts his hand on the whip at a certain point, like, on it. And it makes the whip kind of turn at an angle when he's whipping. And I'm like, that's really cool. And that's something that I felt like it it was really cool to see that instead of just, oh, well, he whipped it. And it kind of, he was able to make it sort of turn. It's it's making the character's movements. Brings the realism. Yeah. So I I, I like that. Like, that that, that was neat to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that stuff. But... I guess we, let's let's talk about the final character that is introduced in the first episode, but you don't really see them. Right. You see that they get hurt. Like well, you, you see, can see that because yeah. he says something, uh, Dracula says something, and then you hear somebody else talking, but you can't really see and them. He's all, and he is telling him to... 
Well, he's basically telling them, don't do this. You're going to regret it. Like, take revenge out on the person that did this that's responsible, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of innocent people that would, you know. Yeah, and he also points out that, you know, your wife would not have wanted it this way. She would not have wanted this. Right. And you know that. So, this character is Adrian Tepesh, also known to the Wolekian people as Alucard. Now, what is Alucard? It's Dracula spelled backwards. And this is his <laughs> son, who is both, he's a hybrid of vampire and human. And this is something, I don't know if it pointed out in the show 100%. I think, I think there was a line mentioned, but this is um, his son with Lisa Tepish, his wife and him. Because there is a, it, it points out a time jump. There, mm-hmm. there's, there's three total. But I finally actually remembered to write down the time, the time jump. So it is, there is a 20 year gap. So obviously if they did have a kid, he could have aged, but he's a vampire. So it's kind of, anyways, he, he has some really cool powers. I like the, okay. Spoil thing here, whatever. Um, he fights Belmont because Belmont testing Belmont. Well, Belmont's fighting him because he goes, no one's ever seen Dracula. This place matches my grandfather's description of Dracula's castle, which is a callback to, I think, one of the games. But that is interesting because mm-hmm. obviously it's pointed out that, you know, the Belmonts have fought vampires for years. So I thought that was an interesting little callback, too. Yeah. Um, but I I like, um, I mean, and he says, basically, he, he admits being because he says my mom would not have wanted this yeah there it is i was like there is yeah. a line but it's very it's very like if you missed it you're, you're yeah. not paying attention you're not going to catch you know who his mother is because i i knew that he was but i was like maybe it's from a previous i don't mm-hmm. know See, that's the thing i didn't know if it established it on my second watch through when i was watching it yeah. with you i did catch that line then right and but but i i like the fact that alucard I feel like was just testing Trevor mm-hmm. because, um, you know, he was like, well, you're a bell. Oh yeah. He kept saying, he's like, why are you fighting? Yes. And, you know, and so I, I thought that was, I thought that was great. Um, and, and it, I don't think it would have worked if he would have just agreed to help them. Like I, mm-hmm. I liked that dynamic of where they kind of were proving to each other that they were e- both worthy of, right. you know, Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I loved that part of it. I thought that was great. Um, overall, I can't wait for the, apparently the new season's supposed to be out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, like I said, I'm trying to get through Symphony of the Night, which is the one where you play as Alucard. So I'm, I'm excited to play that now. And I, like I said, this is something interesting and I don't, if, if you've never played a Castlevania game, don't worry. It, it does not no, alienate you. I'm not playing a Castlevania game, and it, I'm the only still thing excited. It, the only thing it does is reward you as a, yeah. as, a, as a player of the games for, like, callbacks and references. Like, someone could probably tell me exactly what he's referencing when he says, my grandfather, you know, was right. has been to... Someone could tell me exactly which game that's referencing and all this stuff, so... So that's, like I said, that's very cool and everything. And there are certain moves I know that are taken from the game that Alucard uses and stuff like that. So like I said, our overall recommendation on this is definitely give it a watch. Mm-hmm. If you're into video games, if you're into, you know what, if you're into Game of Thrones, which has not been mentioned much on this podcast, but if you're into Game of Thrones, this is, I believe, 
right up your alley because it's got the blood, it's got the lore, it's got a ton of other stuff. It's got a good bit of humor in it that's kind of well placed. I think I don't think it's too over the top. Yeah. But I, I think they did a good job with it. So, so yeah. So that's 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 it's my final takeaway from this. Do you have anything else to input on it? Mm-mm. All right. Well, we're excited for our next season. Um, maybe we'll play some of the games, and maybe we'll do a episode discussing the games and you know what other stuff we could find out of this. Yeah. So we'll be right back after this quick break. This is Zinks. All right, and we're back. You got me and Allie. We're gonna we're we're gonna do our closeout stuff. But before we do that, hopefully you've stayed tuned because. I should have teased this earlier. I should have, <sighs> but I didn't because this is rewarding people who listen all the way to the end. We actually, um, on Facebook, a friend of the show, David Ginsburg, from, he's the host of Tales from the Fandom as well, as well as some other shows he does, actually posted this, and this kind of intrigued me, and me and Ellie kind of discussed it real quick, but it is, and I'll, I will post this on our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter uh, the day that this episode is out, but it is the Ellie. If you would not mind reading, you have fifteen dollars to build the ultimate superhero team. Now, yep. Then it gives you five different categories. Correct. Each one is each character's price. So we're yes. going to go through each of them real quick, and then we'll give you our picks and kind of maybe a quick explanation on why. And there is no wrong answers here. No, yeah. I might argue for a few characters that you could get at a cheaper price that might be just as good. Or but a price that should have been higher. Yes, yes. So we're going to go with the first category, which is the leader, and we're going to start at the $5 and then sequentially down. Mm-hmm. So, Ellie, if you would. Uh, well, for $5, Captain America. Batman is $4. Professor X, 3 Nick Fury, 2 And Star-Lord for a measly $1. And the next category would be the muscle. Mm-hmm. And that... No, go ahead. That would be Superman yep. at $5, the Hulk at 4 Thor at 3 Wonder Woman at 2 and Shazam at 1 Yep. And then we have the Enforcer group. Um, you have Wolverine at the top spot, number 5 um, Punisher, $4. Black Widow, 3 Hawk Girl, 2 And Cable, 1 Next, you have the Technician, which would be Iron Man at $5, Cyborg at 4 Mr. Fantastic at 3 Black Panther at 2 and Green Arrow at 1 And in the last category is the Wild Card. Uh, Spider-Man, $5. The Flash, $4. Green Lantern, 3 Deadpool, 2 And Black Canary, 1 So, who did you pick on this list? Oh, we're going to break it down... Uh, we're going to say each other's category by category. Or the let's, whole let's just do the list and then discuss sort of okay. interspersely about this real um, quick. Well, for my leader, I chose Star-Lord. All right. Um, Star-Lord is just what? Uh, I was going to say we could do our defending of it after oh, we okay. both explain. Um, so I had Star-Lord as the leader. Mm-hmm. That was a dollar. Yep. Good price. Yep. Uh, the muscle, I picked Wonder Woman, of course. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> How could you not? Um, so we're at $3 now. The Enforcer, I picked Wolverine. I could not not go with yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, you can't resist that. Yes. Yeah, so five, six, seven, eight. I'm at eight bucks. 
And then the technician, I had to go with my man Cyborg. That's four more dollars. Booyah. Booyah. Um, so we are at 12 now. And then I rounded out with my wild card. You can't go wrong with Deadpool. I'm not going to disagree with that to an extent, <laughs> but allow so me. So 14, to, so I was a yeah. dollar under. Yeah, so allow me to overthink mine real quick, which I will explain after I list them. Leader, Star-Lord for a dollar. Muscle, I actually picked Shazam for a okay. dollar. Okay, you're um, cheaping it up. Well, you'll, you'll, you'll see. Because <laughs> I, I, I know this is surprising because I should have picked Thor, but I'll, 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 I'll give my argument later okay. for this. Um, the Enforcer, I went with Wolverine for five. So if you're doing the math, I am at seven dollars. <laughs> Five plus one plus one. I was just doing the do do do. I was oh. doing add up sound. Okay. Um, for the technician, I actually went with Black Panther. Okay. For two. So if you're doing the math once again, I am at nine. Nine. And then finally for the wild card, I picked Green Lantern at three. Not and, surprised. And with three dollars left over, but. But I did say this in my in my statement to David. I said, I assume I can also pick which Green Lantern I'm able to use, because you don't really, it doesn't really specify. Right. So I picked the most wild card of the wild cards for Green Lantern, and I said Guy Gardner. Is he gonna turn? Oh, the, the red red lantern. No, I I, I didn't. I, I'm I'm keeping him Green Lantern for this <laughs> okay. for this argument. But I love Deadpool. He but started I'm like, green and went to red. Well, that's the other thing. I'm like this. It is a wild card. Sa- so. Saying Green Lantern, I mean, you could get Ion, you could get something. Yeah, you could get Hal Jordan, you could get John Stewart, you could get anybody. Because I mean, it, it's I, I guess it's a wild card. And which one do you pick? Too. Hope somebody and, with yellow doesn't come by. Mm. So <laughs> I, I guess now you want to discuss our picks each real quick. Sure. So we both went the leader as Star Lord. Now, once again, we are not saying anyone's wrong with oh, their no. picks here. No. We're just we're just defending what we put and maybe might sway you to choose possibly some of these characters. Star Lord, I I like Star Lord. Mm-hmm. He he's just um, you know, he's got some issues. Yeah. Some daddy issues and some a lot other of stuff. a lot of issues with stuff. But he seems to always he be keeps, for the team. He keeps the Guardians of the Galaxy in line, yes. for the most part. And that's a hard team to keep together. Now, Captain America would be a good pick, in my opinion. But at $5, I think I could use that other one. No, that's, other places. he's over, Captain America overpriced. Now, Batman, I'm going to really quick say this. I, I love Batman. So don't get me wrong when I say this. No, Batman's great, but not I don't as a think leader. no, I don't think I, uh-huh. I think he does good when he needs to as a leader, but he establishes himself better as the Captain lone. Captain America... Doesn't have a team. It, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Star-Lord and Professor X. But he leads the Avengers, so I think Cap- Captain America would do good, but I don't want to spend that $5 there. different. I don't want to spend that $5 there was my argument. Do, do you see what I'm saying, though? Like, Star-Lord is mm-hmm. actually part of an actual, like, team. Team, team. team all the time. Yeah, so that's why... I feel like he has the most experience when it comes to that position. Professor X, I've kind of seen as a mentor. Yes. I mean, he leads the X-Men, but right. he's kind of seen him more as a mentor. Um, Nick Fury, I feel you could go with. The, the leader for me was not as important because I feel like you kind of pick other people that can sort of do the job and know what to do. Right. But now we're going to get into the muscle. We got yeah. Superman at $5, which, like I said, I mean, if you want to go with Superman, you can, but I have an argument... And by the way, I am a Superman fan. Pointed that out before, but I, 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 
I do debate with myself on stuff, so prepare for me to probably debate around with myself for a second. The Hulk, the Hulk's a wild card, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. $4 is great, but, I mean, who knows what he's going to... If you get him yeah. too angry, you can't control him. Correct. Thor, great choice. Definitely a powerhouse. Definitely somebody I would recommend. And I, I, I don't kind of flip-flop with this. If you did pay attention to my amount, I did have $3 left over. So I was like, can I, can I, can I buy me a Thor too? No. But Wonder Woman, definitely a powerhouse as well. Um, I think that that's a steal at that price. But not, I do too. But not as big of a steal as Shazam. Shazam can go toe-to-toe with Superman and actually has an advantage over him due to the fact that his abilities are based in magic, which Superman does have an issue with dealing with. He is a powerhouse, and I think at $1, you can get somebody who's equally as powerful. I mean, can go toe-to-toe with Superman, but also can sling lightning and also has magical abilities much like Thor. So I'm saying at $1, Shazam for me was a steal there. Eh, I still, I like Wonder Woman. I'm, I'm, like, like I said, I, I'm just trying to defend people in the sense of, hey, Shazam's definitely something to consider. Okay. So with the Enforcer, I mean, we both picked Wolverine because, I mean, it's Wolverine. <sighs> Come he, on. He'll, he'll, he'll get up in anyone's face and tell, yeah. him to, tell him to, you know. I You can't go wrong with Wolverine. So for Technician. Mm-hmm. You picked Cyborg. Heck yeah, I did. And I went with Black Panther. T'Challa is one of the most adva- is part of the, one of the most advanced civilizations on the planet with Wakanda. So that's why I'm like their, their their tech is years ahead of a lot of the rest of the world. So that's why I was like, well, he can go with it. Cyborg's a good choice though. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is basically mostly computer and everything. Um, Tony and Mister Fantastic, in my opinion, have the limitations to him. They're they're great, but in my mind, I'd rather pick two other people, the one of the other two. I think Cyborg is more of a team player than than Iron Man is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then there's your other problem. You have two leaders who are the technicians mm-hmm. who would probably butt heads with your leader yes, person most exactly. of the time. So see, see, there's some logic there. There you go. <laughs> We are we are really looking way well, too into this, by the way. You get a two in one special for Cyborg. You oh oh I think I know where you're going. I feel like Cyborg is like a technician and an enforcer. I can see that because he he's freaking stupid strong, and um, I wouldn't put him in the muscle category, but I definitely. You know, if mm-hmm. he could definitely do some enforcing as well, so he's not that. just. Well, know. during the during the Flashpoint timeline, like he was the hero. Mm-hmm. So, so I, mean, yeah. I, I definitely and Green Arrow. I, I I don't I don't know who originally made this list. To me, Green Arrow does not scream technician. No. Sadly, no. I think that's more of the chick in the show, like his. Yeah. Um, I would have oh put gosh, him more wild card area. I just wouldn't have put him on the list. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I like the I like Green Arrow. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, just, we we both do. It's just like I said, we are we are way over reading into yeah, this. Yeah, we're just having fun with it. We're just geeking out. So the wild card. Yeah. This one might be hotly debated. So you got Spider Man. I'm assuming Peter Parker, but you could also have Miles Morales. Right. I don't really consider Spider Man a wild card. Mm-hmm. He's kind of he's a team player, and he wants to you know. He has great power, so with great power, he has great responsibility. Yeah. 
But I can see him kind of like doing his own thing or kinda, I don't know. But, but at five bucks, I'm like, that is... That oh, is, uh, way overpriced. Way overpriced. Yeah. Way overpriced. Uh, the Flash, um, Jay Garrett, uh, Wally West, Burt Bert Allen, uh, Barry Allen. Which one are you going to go with? I mean, Wally West or um, <sighs> Barry would be the more wild card, definitely being the more Wally West in that one. Impulse would definitely be on there, too. Mm-hmm. Once again, reading too much into this, um, I would... The Flash is good. I mean, he, he is an underrated character when it comes to... Oh, yeah. A powerhouse, because I think he could floor a lot of these people on this list very easily, mm-hmm. depending on which iteration. But once again, that kind of also plays into my next one, I'm going to say, is Green Lantern. Green Lanterns are one of the most powerful people. I mean, they wield one of the most powerful weapons in the DC Universe. The limitation on it is you. You are the limiting factor on it. You wield the most powerful th- thing in the universe. So... That's just interesting in the fact of, I mean, you put it in a lot of people's different hands. I mean, you have so many people to choose from. Like I said, I love Hal Jordan, but I went with Guy Gardner because I'm like, if I'm going to go with a wild card here, I'm going to go with the wildest of the wild cards. Because Hal's a team player. Guy is too, but he kind of does his own thing. And I feel he's more of a rebel, and he would just be fun to have there. So, and of course, Deadpool. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I don't know how you can't choose Deadpool. I, I, I only didn't pick Deadpool <laughs> on the premise of, I'm like, Deadpool's just as likely to take all of my team out as he is to do the job. <laughs> He's too wild card. He is oh, too man, wild card, in my opinion. Darn. Like, he can do plus, some damage. Plus, him and, him and Wolverine would be arguing and fighting with each other the entire time. <laughs> it would be Nothing awesome. would get done. Well, you know, when you get bored, you can just listen to the side banter between the two of them, and that's entertaining enough. Or just enough. just Deadpool side banter with himself. Oh my gosh, I I couldn't not have him. And Black Canary. I d- uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, her Canary cry. Yeah, but obviously I, can. I don't can, know if I consider her wild card material. It depends on where your storyline you're going from. I sure. mean, if you're going from the. TV show. Yeah. She is definitely... Yeah, if you you're just, going with that one. I'm, I'm thinking more comic. I'm yeah, thinking more comic character. She's definitely not very dependable, but... Um, <laughs> and dead. But, um, anyway. the So, I could not... Like I said, Deadpool's my obvious choice for that one. Cool. So, with that, we've made our arguments. Hopefully, that helps you pick. I mean, we would love to know what your list would be. And thanks, David, for bringing this to our attention like i said i'll post it so you'll understand what we're talking about but this was this was kind of fun to do i i see these every now and then and i don't know why this one just clicked i figured it would be something fun for us to discuss real quick on the podcast kind of get a lot of characters out there we might not mention that often Mm -hmm. but spider-man is one that we need to mention real quick because we're about to go into august and our read this for august is Spider-Man Blue. By Jeff Loeb with artwork by Tim Sale. Mm-hmm. So definitely, if it's something that you've read before, check it out. I mean, if it's something you read before, we are going to be doing it for the read this. If it's something you might be interested in, definitely give it a look. Um, this is, I don't, I think it's a well-known comic, but I don't think it's one that a lot of people I hear mentioned a lot. Right. So I, I definitely wanted to do this for our foray into Spider-Man. So definitely check that out. Um, we'll, of course, be posting more stuff on that. Um, we do have a review to read real quick before we get into our spiel at the end. Ellie, if you would. It is. Um, so it says, fun show. It, do I say? 
Do you want me to say who? Yeah. Okay. By Chris Coggs. And if that name sounds familiar, it's Chris Cogsworth from the Mad Scientist Podcast. Yes. His podcast, just real quick before we get into the review, his podcast kind of takes a look at the paranormal from a scientific perspective. A lot of fun. I really enjoy it. A really great podcast. Love the hosts, their stories, and their takes on pop culture topics. An awesome listen and definitely worth the download. So thank you so much for that. Yes, thank you for that. We greatly appreciate it. If you like your comment, right, give us a five-star review on on iTunes. Or or we've been saying this wrong for a while, apparently. Apparently it's Apple Podcasts now. Sorry. Apologize. Apparently it's Apple Podcasts. So hopefully <laughs> sorry, we'll be, Apple. <laughs> sorry, hopefully we'll be able to correct that in the future. Yes. But definitely check out that. Um, definitely check out Spider-Man Blue. Real quick, I know that it's been kind of we've we've discussed Valerian numerous times. Um, it's not that we don't want to review it; it's kind of it's cycled out slightly for us, right? To where there's something else coming out that we'd like to do a <gasps> yes. a review on. We're not going to say what it is yet, but definitely if you can do the math, you can find it. I we will do a review on Valerian. I mm-hmm. I, I put a bet on that horse a long time ago. And I, I, I want to say too, um, I've said this kind of stuff before. The reviews I'm, might be terrible. I still want to see it. I don't. I don't care. Um, I am very excited about the artsiness, the colors. Mm-hmm. The, it just looks like a really fun movie. Um, so I definitely, definitely, definitely still want to see it, and we still will talk about it. Yes. It's just we feel like, um, like like Singer said, it, it's it's kind of we don't uh, know. We don't feel it's an entire episode's worth of a discussion. Well, for you that's guys. not so much it. It's the fact that it's kind of already kind of passing. Yeah. And and so instead of trying to go on to old stuff, there's plenty of new stuff coming its way. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're gonna move on to something else coming out um very soon. And um and but we will definitely. Once and we it also comes out. missed the mark because we were both kind of out of commission last week. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, came, so. came, came down with a bit of the not feeling so well. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we understand that um, it hasn't been received as well as... But we I don't guess. care about... No, we, we don't We care don't care yet. about what other people say. It's kind of do we go out and enjoy it. That's more so of an Ellie thing than me. Mm-hmm. So so she's the champion of that. But we will. We promise, like, like I said, we've talked about it a lot. We will discuss it at some point. Yes. Um, it will... Well, like I said, it will come up later. But if anyone was looking forward to Valerian, we we are not ditching out on you completely. We're just no. we are going to wait till a more opportune time to discuss it when it when it hopefully comes back into some light again. Yep. So with that, um, what are some of the best ways to get a hold of us? Well, you can check us out on our um, fairly oh. new. Oh wait oh, a yeah. second! Wait a second! We got one more thing to mention. Um, we have a copy now of Live Die Repeat. AKA oh. tomorrow. So <laughs> yes. look forward to a discussion on that coming out soon. Uh, we will discuss that at some point and um, we'll, we'll definitely send the stuff over to uh, down the hall podcast because we, we were talking with them. And as, as you heard last, on last week's episode, which if you didn't hear, we discussed our top 10 sci-fi and fantasy war movies. Well, last week's extra episode. Uh, we, it, that episode came out last week. <laughs> we just put episodes out all the time now. Oh yeah. Uh, we're probably we just getting... think people want to hear us talk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so so definitely we'll, we 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 said that we wanted to watch that, so we got that. So we will definitely get into that. Um, but with that, what's some of the best ways to find us on the internet? Well, you can go to our fairly fairly newer site, Podbean. Zing this. 
You can also go to Apple Podcasts. There you go. Give us a five-star review, <laughs> and that's, of course, Zingness. Uh-huh. Um, you can check us out on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter. At, at Zingness. Zingness. Uh-huh. And um, Instagram at Zingness Podcast. We usually put little collages and And pics. I'll make sure to put the picture of the, the, the list we were discussing so that you can play along. Yes. And we would love to hear your feedback on that, on who you would pick for your team. Oh, of course. Or how wrong we were picking our teams. <laughs> no, we said there's no wrong answers. Well, they might think that we gave a wrong answer. Oh, now. okay. All Apparently, right. we can have a wrong answer in that case. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash zingness. Mm-hmm. And we, if you... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go. Uh, you can also, if you want to go to Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Zingness and um, help support us so we can maybe get to some more cons. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it help, you would be helping support our podcast. We are also doing some, um, I guess, month preview things where we mm-hmm. will preview what we will be discussing in the month. Um, kind of some behind the scenes stuff with that. We're going to start doing that every month. There's also, and this is for any Patreon subscriber, I, since I've been playing Magic a lot more recently at the Going to Friday Night Magic, I'm giving a breakdown of the matches mm-hmm. and stuff like that, discussing you know the strategy of the deck I used and how it worked out for me. So that's right. actually one that you'll get no matter what level you are. And I wanted to just elaborate on the Comic-Con, like Comic-Con type stuff is... Um, I don't mean send us to these cons just to go have fun. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to do more on-the-spot interviews mm-hmm. with some like, of these. Like we did with Among the Willows. Yeah, exactly. So enabling us to get there so that we can bring some more exclusive and on-the-spot content that you normally wouldn't get. Mm-hmm. So that's why we, and you know. And get to meet a lot more comic creators oh, and yes. get them, you know, featured on, on here. Because we, mm-hmm. like I said, we enjoy, you know, doing the mainstream stuff, but we love our indie stuff and our more, you know, bringing some stuff to light that you might not be aware of. So this would yep. help us do that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, on YouTube, you can search Zingness. And finally, if you want to email us directly, you can go to... Zingness at gmail.com. Our sound guy is Aaron. And finally, DJ Golden Boy, as always... 89. Play us out. <laughs>